This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Another day in the Bronx, another injury. What's going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 80 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Yanks lose another tonight, guys. Um, you know, earlier this afternoon, I got home from class at around 1 o'clock, put on the Yankees game. Um, listen to Ryan Rucco be a shill. Listen to David Cohn shill as well. Um, not my favorite pairing, if you haven't guessed by now. Um, and if you follow me on Twitter, you'd know I don't. I'm not too fond of them. Fond of them. But I did watch the game, and it was a nice, quick spring training game. The Yankees took a victory in five innings. But not not even 60 seconds after the game, I looked down at my phone, and um, you know, I checked my Twitter. And I see that Giancarlo Stanton is going down once again. Um, I, I see that he has a, what was it? He strained his calf muscle and he will miss the start of the 2020 regular season. You really can't make it up at this point. But you know what's funny is that we've been saying you can't make it up for so long. Like April and May, okay. Last year in April and May, it was like, oh, this is weird. June comes along, then we're like, huh, you can't make this shit up. So what do you even call this? What do you call what do you call February twenty-sixth, two thousand twenty? Um and it's still happening. What do you even fucking call this shit? What do you call it? It's insane. It's something I've never seen before. And again, I've said we've been saying we've never seen this so long now. It's I I don't know what to say. But yeah, we're losing Giancarlo Stanton next. And you know what? I'm fully prepared for for DJ LeMayhew, for Glaber Torres, for Aaron Judge to get Tommy John surgery tomorrow, and and for for um, Miguel and Duhart to have to get his leg amputated, and Gary Sanchez is gonna break his toe and be out for two years. It, it, I'm just at this point, man. I'm fully prepared for the absolute worst. But um. So yeah, first of all, when you hear injuries, you never want to get excited about it. You never want to look at anything positive right off the bat. You have to be upset about it. You have to hope for the best for whoever it is, no matter if you like the player or not. So I, I bring that up because you know you you guys know, for those of you who follow my podcast right here on BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees or Knicks analysis, um, you know I'm not the biggest Stanton fan. For those of you who read my blog, it's my opinion, which is on nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com if you want to go there. <laughs> um, you know I'm not the biggest Stanton fan. You know, you read about it, you follow me on Twitter, Facebook, wherever it is, you'll know that I'm not very fond of 
of Giancarlo Stanton. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, let's get the obvious out of the way first. He's making, you know, billions, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars um, over the next decade, and the Yankees are paying him that um, f- for for the next no, six, seven, eight years or something right now. So that that's you know that's the first reason off the bat, and this contract is not off to a good start. Um, so that's obviously the worst thing about this whole thing is just somebody we're paying so much is not living up to it so far, and it's kind of hard to see how he ever will live up to it as he only gets older. He's north of thirty years old now. Um, he's had an injury riddle pass his entire career, so. It's really hard to stay optimistic about him staying on the field in the future as well. Um, he's only going to break down even more. And this is a guy who is so used to just, he's just so, he's, I don't know what I was going to say there, but he, he just gets hurt all the time and you're so used to it. So I really have no um, optimism for his future here in New York. Um, and I don't expect him to opt out. So for those of you who actually think that's going to happen, this guy's making too much bucks to do that. I don't think he cares. But so obviously you just you just hate to see an injury for anybody. But here's why I think and this you could call this a another controversial take for a second night in a row because I had one last on last night's show. But here's why I think this injury won't hurt the Yankees at least as far as the regular season goes for as long as he is out for. You know, last season he played what twelve regular season games, and the Yankees put up their best batting average in years. They put up their best runners in scoring position total in years. They were one of their most efficient offenses that that they've had in years. Years heading into, at least in the regular season. Because heading into the regular season last year, we were so used to home run strikeout ways and, and, and just, you know, being boom or bust. But the Yankees were top five in average. Their on base was high as usual. But they were top five in average. They they made more contact in certain scenarios. They were hitting with runners in scoring position. They drove in runs with the bases loaded. They did things that Giancarlo Stanton, you know, quite frankly, struggles with a lot. He's not a guy who makes contact. He's not a guy who will settle for the single the other way like we saw the Yankees do so consistently last season. And he's not a guy that will keep the line moving with uh, runners on base and you know things like that. So I think in terms of clutch hitting, in terms of making contact and being fundamentally sound, I think the Yankees will be a lot more like they were last year if they can put as many contact bats out on the field as possible. So now with Stanton down, Miguel Andujar now has a chance to crack you know, the lineup as a regular. Mike Talkman may be even inserted in there. I'm going to think the Yankees are probably going to go the route of Talkman in left field, Brett Gardner in center, and Judge in right, because I know the Yankees love their defensive outfields, and that's a great defensive outfield right there. you got some speed, some athleticism, some strong arms. Um, you got a little bit of everything there. So I do think that's probably going to happen, and Miguel Andujar... You know, at least for the time being, we'll probably start the season out as the primary DH with a little bit of left field time as well when Talkman has to sit. Um, I don't think Clint Frazier is going to be a part of this everyday team. I don't think the Yankees respect this guy enough to start him. I think they, and I, I, I'm going to come out right, right out and say it. I don't think the Yankees like Clint Frazier. You know, I think they they despise his attitude, his persona. Um, it may not be the best for New York. Maybe it's just best moving on for the both parties, but. I think what they're going to do, and you know, I don't disagree with this, is some kind of platoon or some kind of um, 
like I said, Talkman and Andujar, left field DH. And um, that's what they're going to do. DH Mickey primarily and put Talkman to left. And I think that's that's not bad, not a bad idea. You get a lefty bat, you get a contact bat. So I think the Yankees will improve. And this helps the Yankees improve um, when it comes to making contact and hitting in the clutch and doing things like that, like I said. As far as losing power, I still think you're going to get plenty of power from Miguel and Duhar. You won't get 35 home runs. You'll get maybe 25, but you'll get a lot of doubles, a lot of a lot more contact, a lot more line drive hitting. And with Mike Talkman, maybe you'll catch some lightning in a bottle again, and maybe he can hit you, I don't know, 10 plus, 15 maybe. So I think the Yankees are fine offensively for now. I don't think that's an issue. I think it's a blessing in disguise if you really want to, be frank about it it's they're going to make more contact and that's their biggest issue that's always been their big issue um you know they never struggle to hit for power and that's who Stanton is he is a slugger they never struggle to slug even without him last season they they hit 300 and something home runs and they made more contact because he was sitting on that bench so I don't I, I do think this offense is going to be more consistent once again in terms of you know putting up contact numbers and and being able to be efficient offensively. I think they can, they'll be able to be just fine offensively. Um, so I don't think the Stanton injury is as harmful as something like an injury, um, like Severino's. You know, I think the Severino injury was much, it obviously, well, obviously because Severino's out the entire season, but let's just say Stanton's out for significant time too. I still think it's it's very little of an impact because I don't think this guy is needed. He's not a necessity to me. He's overkill. I do believe he's overkill, and I, and I think the Yankees can do just fine without somebody like Stanton in this lineup. Um, not to say he's a terrible baseball player. This is a this is a good baseball player, but sometimes you need the right fit. It's not just about getting the best player. It's about getting the best fit, and I think the Yankees are better suited without somebody like Giancarlo Stanton consistently in this lineup. And that's just me. That's just my opinion. Again, it's call it a controversial take all you want. That's just my opinion. Don't hate me. Don't attack me. Don't come at me in the comments on Twitter. Don't come in my inbox. I I, I mean, you can, but I'm not going to respond. I just laugh and retweet it. But it's, it's just my opinion. That's it. It's an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion, right? So... As far as that goes, yeah, I don't think I'm not that stressed that uh, stress over this Stanton injury in terms of the product on the field. But yeah, it sucks because you're paying this guy the big bucks and he's not been playing like a big bucks player so far. And it's it's kind of it goes back to what I brought up in last night's show. Um, how Brian Cashman is is a little bit overrated. Um, now people when they hear the word overrated, they tend to jump to conclusion and. They think it means that you're talking. They think it means the person you're referring to as overrated sucks. That's not what I mean. I'm not saying Brian Cashman sucks. Um, I'm saying he's overrated. A little bit overrated. And we're going to get to that in just a second. We're going to take a quick break and I'll explain why when we get back. Hey guys, Rob Carbone here. Really quick, I just want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting site. And I say that again, it's a free podcast hosting site. 
that will distribute your podcast for you to other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Overcast, and all those websites. But here's the best part. Not only is it free, not only do they share it for you, but they will pay you for recording a podcast. They will pay you. And you can do it from your computer, from your phone. All you have to do is go to the Anchor app and download that or go to their website, which is anchor.fm to begin. It's everything you need. It is so convenient for podcasters like myself. So please, guys, go download the Anchor app or go to their website, anchor.fm to begin. See you there. So you look at all these extensions. First of all, you look at the, the the two extensions with Aaron Hicks. And we brought this up on last night's show. Aaron Hicks' extension is not off to a good start. Um, Brian Cashman based that off of potential. The Luis Severino uh, extension is off to a poor start. Brian Cashman based that off of potential. Let's be honest. Both of these guys have not had more than one great consistent season in their careers. Luis Severino had a terrific, what wasn't it? third season in the league where he pitched to a 280-something ERA and from game 1 to game 162 he was consistent, never had a big time slump um, Aaron Hicks had that good season a few years back he was solid 27 home runs and, and 248 average with a high on base percentage and that was about that and they both got extended after that not going off, not off to a good, not off to a good, a good start. And you look back now to this Giancarlo Stanton contract, not off to a good start. So that's three contracts right there that are kind of biting them in the ass so far. And then you just look at this core overall. You know we've been touting them so much over the years. Um. You know we we've touted them so much. You know Gary Sanchez. Hasn't been what we expected, at least. he's. You can argue that he's been a, a productive catcher in terms of hitting the baseball, but he hasn't been that all-around, big-time hype catcher that we were all talking about a few years ago when he was hitting 280 within 1,000 OPS and doing things you know such as spraying the ball around the field and, and being that all-around hitter. He hasn't been that. He's been more of a one-dimensional you know, that's pretty much it. All he does is hit home runs now. So he hasn't exactly lived up to the expectations on the field. He's been inconsistent at the plate, lacks the discipline, and he's very, himself, he's very um, injury-prone as well. Greg Bird was an injury-prone bust. He was once considered a part of this core. Aaron Judge hasn't been able to repeat his rookie season. Injuries. Um, Luis Severino now. it's So you have the extensions, the contracts handed out, and just the core that Brian Cashman brought up. We're, we're, we're highly touting them. So, you know, we're touting them so high. We're hyping them up. And we're, we're, what, three or four years into this project now? We've got nothing to show. We're still getting hurt all the time. And we haven't done anything yet. So I just, not that... Not that I don't think they're going to do anything, but I, I, I feel like some people treat this Yankees team 
as if they've already done many things before. I hear so many people say, oh, you know what? They won 103, 103 games, guys. That's, that means nothing. We're in New York. We're in the Bronx, okay? And if you've lived through Yankee history, you know that nothing else matters in the Bronx except for that very last night of October. You want to win the World Series. You want to win the World Series and win the World Series only. That's all that matters. So anyone brings up that bullshit 103 games, a bullshit division title, that doesn't fucking matter. Winning a World Series is the only one thing that matters. I'm sorry to yell, but that's true. <laughs> it's so true. It's true. And you know what? If you can't get that through your head, I'm sorry. I apologize. But it's the harsh, honest truth. You can go cry about it. And, you know, I, I'm just, it, it pisses me off because it's its its hard to be optimistic after all these injuries keep happening. And after, every, after all the hits we keep taking with this, overhyped team that we have. It's a good team. It's a good team who has potential to be a very great team, but we haven't hit that level yet. So let's just take a step back. So that's, that's my controversial take for the night. You know, I kind of said that last night as well, but Giancarlo Stanton's injured and it is what it is at this point. I don't know what it is with these players getting hurt today. Well, part of me thinks it's like, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physician, I'm not a trainer. I know I have to say that or people will attack me, but part of me still feels like it's it's just players overtrain. They overtrain. You know, we don't need to be benching supermodels. We don't need to be chucking tires or throwing down a sledgehammer and doing all these excessive workout drills. You know, you look at players today and a good friend of mine, um, Greg from Yankee Crazy Podcast, shout out to Yankee Crazy Podcast, um, He's, he mentioned that, you know, guys don't have to go out there looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. They don't. They don't. The, 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 you look at these guys today, Giancarlo Stanton specifically, he can barely fit into his own skin. His muscles are popping out. So one false move, one move the wrong way, and you're popping something, you're straining something, you're pulling something. It just feels like they're overtraining today. Too much. Way too much. And I don't know. I, it's it's If that keeps happening, I feel like we're just going to keep heading down this road where it's next man up, next man up. And I'm just tired of that whole next man up thing, man. It, it was cute. Like I said, it was cute last season. It was fun, but I don't want these cute little gimmicky trends. I want to be the evil empire, right? I don't want this. I don't want to be this little engine that could anymore. I want to be the evil empire. I want to be full strength Yankees, full force coming at you. But, you know, we're never going to get to that level, are we? It just feels like we're never going to. It's like, I don't know. I don't know, but Jean-Carlo Stanton's hurt and... I saw I saw a tweet earlier that said Derek Jeter never loses. That's it. That's the tweet. I saw somebody tweet that. It was hilarious. But hey, it's true. He doesn't lose, and it looks like he's winning this trade too. No matter what they got in return, I don't even think Starlin Castro actually played against the Yankees today with the Nationals. But um, that's that, guys. You know, I don't want to drag this on too more uh, too long. Um, Stanton got hurt. But the Yankees won today, and they're just going to have to keep winning once the regular season and postseason starts. So that's, you know, we're, we're forced to go into this next man up roll thing again, I guess. The, this whole mantra is going to continue to, to 2020, I guess. It's whatever. Whatever. Just... One thing's for sure, we we have to keep um, DJ LeMayhew, Glaber Torres, and Aaron Judge healthy. Those are the three keys 
Um, and obviously Garrett Cole on the pitching side of things. Those are the four guys that we absolutely need to um, put in bubble wrap this season. <laughs> if any of those guys get hurt, I'm. it's over. <laughs> it's over. You know, it's over. But that's that for this. I'm going to end this one tonight, guys. This has been Rob Carbone doing episode 80 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Yanks lose another. Um, Real quick before we go, guys, just want to make sure you follow me on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find me there. Um, at NY Sports Talk RC. And if you want to find me on Instagram and follow me there, that is the handle is at Rob J Carbone. And if you want to subscribe to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis, you can subscribe to it on Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Castro, and some more platforms as well. If you want to find every one of those platforms, just go to my blog, It's My Opinion, which is located at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Guys, thank you so much. I can't stress enough how thankful I am that I even get anybody listening to this. So thank you so much for stopping by, guys. This has been Rob Carbone once again doing episode 80 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. I'm going to go to bed. It's getting late and I'm tired. All right. Ciao. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, be sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe, share, and all that fun stuff. If you want to follow BD4 on all the different platforms we have, all you have to do is go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com Once again, that's nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com Thank you guys. I'll see you next time. Ciao.